Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy, it's the Simple Programmer Podcast. This video is all about the interviewing traps. And boy, let me tell you, there's a lot of them. Because there's so many different areas that people fall into and it's like, oh, you didn't see that coming? Darn, only hurts, doesn't help. And we wanna make sure we're helping you today with these traps instead of letting you get hurt with them. So first off and foremost, the first one out of six we're gonna talk about is resumes. So your resume, yes, it's a trap. Not really like you think it is a trap trap, but it is a trap for you if you haven't studied it. And that sounds funny, right? What do you mean study my resume? Of course I know I studied my resume. Let me give you an example. I had the fortune of interviewing someone months back and they had on their resume this whole life cycle, uh, 10 things on it in the life cycle. And so I go, oh, this is perfect. I'm this is great. I'm interested in this. And so I asked him about this life cycle and said, what's the most ideal life cycle for you? Like, what is the, you've helped run a team. What's the most pristine right life cycle you've seen? Or what's the most efficient? And this is why I say it's a trap. They couldn't answer the 10 things they put on their resume. I didn't even set the trap. They set the trap themselves because they wrote it on their resume. And so the fact they weren't able to articulate even what they had on their resume and then really when I said, what's the most efficient and they couldn't articulate more than one or two, it's like, oh, so you actually don't know what the whole life cycle is. Even though it's on your resume, you don't actually know it up here. You just know it on a piece of paper. Okay. So that's the first trap. Don't fall into that. What you put on your resume, you must know because you set your own traps there and hopefully you're not setting traps. Second is the job description trap. People don't think about this too much, but they look at the res job description once they read over and go, yeah, that job's for me. And that's probably the last time they look at the job description when that should not be. Because what I've seen far too often with students of mine is that companies are not just now, but they always have put little snippets and little nuggets and little traps on their job description that then they ask you during the interview, like, oh, hey, what's WordPress? Grant, that's a really simple example. But I think you get my point of, you're a Node developer. You've never used WordPress. What is WordPress? You know it's content management system, but it was on the job description saying they're an efficient WordPress team or effective WordPress team, right? Maybe you should know a little bit more in depth about WordPress. And I realize that example is, is easy, but point being, these traps show up on job descriptions all the time. Read that job description inside and out and know it thoroughly. The third trap is researching the audience. I've seen this time and time again. When you have the ability to know your audience, you need to research them. And what I mean in this trap is, if they tell you who you're gonna interview with, it's in your best interest to LinkedIn them, research them, Google them, see if they got blogs, see if they got a YouTube channel, see what opinions they might have or what they've done. Because that can be ever important when you sit down and talk with them and they might have written a mean stack you should probably be able to talk about a mean stack and know what theirs is like and why and how theirs may be opinionated. I think that's a good one. And at the same time, it's not just the interviewer, 
It can also be the company. Do the research of the audience of the company and how and what the reviews are saying about this company and how they conduct their interviews. You might find some relevant information in there. Now, the fourth trap. This is a common question trap, you see, and that is the strengths and weaknesses trap. It gets asked all the time in interviews, and I say it's a trap here. It actually is a really great question to set you up to look really, really good if you make your weakness become your greatest success. It can be a really good question for you to set yourself up to, you know, they basically put it on the tee for you and you knock it out of the park. But it's a trap because most people don't prepare for it. And then when it comes to weakness, they're like uh, weakness uh, and the nerves are kicking in and the stress and the overwhelmed feeling. And you're just like, oh, um, I'm bad at communication. My strength is coding. Well, we're not looking for bad community. Like whatever it might be, it's a trap that if you're not prepared for, just get prepared. Prepare for that question. If you want some help or you have any questions or comments on that, leave it down below on strengths and weaknesses. We might do a video on that one more in depth. The fifth trap is what is the greatest thing you learned from your last job? The reason why I say this is a trap because people fall into this question and instead of, you know, answering it, people don't jump over the hole. They fall right into it because they start talking about they want to get away because they didn't make money. It was a bad situation. They talk about personal stuff they really shouldn't. And that doesn't always happen, but it does. And they start talking about things that really are like, oh, you're not actually interested in our job. You're just interested in getting out of your situation. You could go work at McDonald's. I think I've used that example in a couple of videos, but the point is still true. You don't want to necessarily just work with us. You just want to work anywhere. So you can go work at McDonald's. That is one that people do it to themselves. It's not a particular question that the company's doing meaningfully. It's a trap that is actually a trap for people because their answers trap themselves, which falls into the sixth point. And that is talking about your last job is a trap in general. So these two could be lumped together. But the dislikes from your last job, don't let those come into your interview for this job. Leave it very cordial. Leave it, let it go. Um, because the more you talk bad about your previous job, your previous company, it's not going to look too good on you in this interview because they're going to wonder, well, is this what he's going to say about us in a year? Is this what he's going to? It doesn't look good. So the trap of when you talk about the old job, talk about it in a good light. I don't mean lie about it. If it's really that bad and you need to say, you know, you had a tough time great. Just don't talk about how you'll do anything to get out of doing .NET development, or you'll do anything to get out of um, C++, whatever it might be. You need to not fall into that trap because I, I won't get into it. I could go on for a while on this topic. I have another video here that I, I talked about. I'll, I'll link it up above or down below. Those are some of the traps. You have your resume. Don't, don't fall into that trap. That's the easiest one not to fall into because you said it yourself, you have your job descriptions to read over, you should know your audience, have prepared for strengths and weaknesses, what's the greatest thing you learned from last job, and in general, talking about your job and the dislikes. Those are the six traps that I see most common people are falling into, and I encourage you to prepare for these traps, and I will see you guys in the next video.